Well, 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 guess who's back, Flamely? Back stronger than ever. Y'all know I have to take a little hiatus sometimes, unfortunately. Um, health issues, life, family. But uh, I had to get on here after these stories start popping out. It's getting ugly, y'all. Let's go. chose me so i hit the track running like a nosebleed life ain't great now but it's much improved your album dropping this summer that sucks for you because this is bubba's moment i put my mother on it i said my mama it seems as if i love her don't it so buckle up because it's gonna get bumping i call my girlfriend's bettis and my shit's grumpus that bubble talk got you open wide i giggle outside the booth but ain't no joke inside this is complicated at least the y'all it is just let me sell 50 million then i call it quits but until that day, y'all indeed doo-doo. I never once saw you crank it, cause I just sleep through you. What you mean to do is just admit you love me. The South has always been dirty, but now it's getting ugly. I don't think y'all heard Mr. Sparks. He done sparked me up. I'm lit. It's Hot D. John's Kiwi 305954 coming in this shit. Yes, y'all. She is back. The devil say, damn, she done got back up again. Yes, I am back up again, my friend. We got to talk about these niggas going crazy out here in these streets. In Alabama, we got a new Justice Smollett. We got a niggas going over to North Korea. We got a lot of stuff going on, y'all. I know y'all needed to hear the Hot D. John's perspective. So y'all know I had to come back on this thing, at least before this medication kicks in and I get too sleepy. So for all my Cali Dally, shout out to y'all. It's about 8.30 p.m. on that West Coast, that PST, you feel me? And all my overnight workers on the EST on the eastern side, y'all know I'm riding. So plug your headphones in. They'll never know you listening. Let's back it on up, Bucks, because it's what? It's getting ugly. I want Bubba Sparks to come back and let y'all know again. chose me so i hit the track running like a nosebleed life ain't great now but it's much improved yo album dropping this summer that sucks for you because this is bubba's moment i put my mother on it i said my mama it seems as if i love her don't it so buckle up because it's gonna get bumping i call my girlfriend's bettis and my shit's grumpus that bubble talk got you open wide i giggle outside the booth but ain't no joke inside this is complicated at least the y'all it is just let me sell 50 million then i call it quits but until that day, y'all indeed doo-doo. I never once saw you crank it, cause I just sleep through you. What you mean to do is just admit you love me. The sound has always been dirty, but now it's getting ugly. getting ugly boo but i had to come through 
to shout out to you, to my flames. Shout out to y'all, man. Yes, I've been on a little hiatus. We got a lot of catching up to do. We're going to call this episode the Catch Up Mustard Politics and Bull Skits because that's pretty much what's going on. We're going to be catching up on some of these topics. We're going to be spraying a little hot D. Johns, a little spicy mustard on the ass. Then we're going to be talking about these politics and bullshit. So y'all kick back, relax. For those who y'all just your first time listening to the podcast, welcome to the family. You are now officially a part of the Flamely. Why? Because you are a flame. You keep me lit and we stay 10 toes down in this shit. Make sure you follow your girl Kiwi30594 on all platforms. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. She's there. Check me out. It's the Hot D. John's experience, and I love experience with you, okay? Shout out to all my Cali daddies and my Cali daddies, my toonies and my ponies. You feel me? <laughs> That's that Cali talk. Y'all know I got to get that, that crib walk. And uh, don't forget those who are over in Germany and in Canada. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out also. And for those who have been checking in, sending the emails, topics you want to hear, Yes, I am back on the air. Definitely going to be consistent because y'all y'all need me in y'all life. Y'all need a Kiwi a day, keep the doctor away. And I should have practiced that for my damn self and I would have stayed away. But um, doing much better, feeling better. No excuses. We're going to keep it moving. Y'all know. I'll hit y'all with a story time one day and let y'all know what time it is. But until then, my friend, let's get it in. Okay, we're going to get just jump right on in and get this party started it's wild out wednesdays we're probably going to head it straight on into uh thursday and we'll definitely get you another episode then but we're starting off as wednesday i'm on my specific time business is approximately 11 40 okay in the eastern all right in the 305 for show and them palm beaches is also um for my overnight workers Shout out to y'all, all the Amazon workers, all the ones working in the warehouses in the UPS and overnight stockers at Walmart. Shout out to y'all. I know y'all been listening to me. I appreciate y'all. And um, yeah, so I'm coming through for y'all. We live here on Spotify. For those of you who don't get to catch me live, or if you're going to share the podcast, make sure that you let them know they can hear the podcast replay all day, every day on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, of course, on Spotify, Amazon Music, and anywhere that you can get your favorite podcast, okay? You will hear the Hot D. John's experience. All right, so without further ado, let's get into it, boo. So first thing I want to talk about tonight, yeah, y'all know we're going to get into the new Justice Smollett, but we're going to touch on y'all know we do a little catching up. If those of you who um, have been listening to the podcast, you will remember that we had a story about around May of a young lady who had sued McDonald's, okay? She sued McDonald's because she went by after work. She was tired. She wasn't going to cook. Bought a baby the chicken nuggets, put the chicken nuggets box in the back, and the baby ended up getting burnt up, and she sued McDonald's. Well, you know, I had my own opinion about that. I felt like, you know, hell. Everybody know the the chicken nuggets behind the inside. You supposed to blow it and then give it to the baby, not just sit back there here and the baby gonna go ahead and dash in there. The baby ended up having like actual um second degree burns. Well, today Florida decided that uh, uh Hot D Jones, you said no, but uh we denied it. We decided to go ahead and, and award her eight hundred K. Yes. Eight hundred thousand dollars was 
awarded to the parents of the baby that was, or now I won't say, well, a baby, because four years old, of the uh, little girl. And uh, yeah, so they said it was $400 million for, um, how did they say it? You know, like uh, emotional anguish, um, pain and suffering, um, y'all, y'all know how it go. Mental anguish, um, injuries, and then the other four hundred million, I guess, was just to add on to the come on. So yeah, she ended up getting eight hundred, um, eight hundred k for the uh i know y'all saying what the hell is she doing but i'm trying to see if i can pull it up to to give you like a complete breakdown and now i got people messing me talking about don't forget to talk about carly russell trust me i'm gonna be talking about i'm gonna be talking about carly jesse smollett Russell in a few minutes. Just don't worry about it. Trust me, I am. Just give me a minute. Let me let me get back to the uh, while I'm on the catch up, and then we'll get on into the mustard. I really wanted to tell y'all the exact wording that they gave for this freaking um girl for this eight hundred eight hundred k. Now, me personally, I'm gonna say it again. I'm not saying that. You know the baby wasn't injured and she shouldn't have got something but at the same time what i had originally said and i'm gonna stand by it you know i'm ten toes down this shit. i really feel like you as a parent should not just put a, a a happy meal but especially when it's a damn chicken mcnugget it's not a cheeseburger that y'all know be cold by the time you even reach out the window and give it okay uh, we're talking about chicken nuggets that every time i worked at mcdonald's as a younger girl and i know them shits down that be coming fresh up out the grease every time. Every now and then you get some stale chicken nuggets, you better well take them back and tell them to get you some fresh ones because usually they don't sit around that long for them to be, even be stale. Okay? But let's get into it. Um, the Florida family received 800 k in a civil lawsuit against McDonald's and one of um, the franchises after the toddler got burnt and received second-degree burns from... Um, the chicken nugget okay now caraballo humberto caraballo was the daddy and the mom was um i don't get a baby name but the baby was seven years old the mom's name let me skip is um philanda holmes okay so she was with the mom and this had happened in may the jury had found that mcdonald's franchise owner of church foods were liable for failing to properly warn or provide reasonable instructions on the possible harm from the chicken nuggets. It's just like what we discussed on the platform when we first talked about this story. It's like an iron saying, caution hot. You know, this that's, and I, I hate to say it like this, but it's for damn dummies because you should know that it's going to be hot. Now, would you expect a chicken nugget to give a second degree burn? No, but on tender ass seven year old skin, not not gonna be all tough skin ass adults. Hell, it burns our damn tongue and it's burnt. You be talking like you, like you got a list for about two or three days if you eat the wrong hot shit, okay? Before you blow it. So I, I just I just feel like the parents should have shared some responsibility into that. 
But anywho, this was at the McDonald's in Tamarack, Florida. And um, this was the exact wording that they said. The jury awarded the family 800K for pain and suffering, disfigurement, mental anguish, inconvenience, and loss of capacity of employment of enjoyment of life. I want y'all to listen to this real carefully so y'all know what the hell to ask for. The next time y'all go, you had lady burning, putting the hot ass car between the legs and burning scald her damn thighs. She got it. So listen to the wording now. This is what you're supposed to ask for when you're going to sue. You're supposed to sue for inconvenience, mental anguish, disfigurement, loss of capacity of enjoyment of life. Because I can't enjoy life now because I decided to sit some hot ass chicken nuggets back there in the car seat with my or in the seat with my baby knowing that she was hungry know she's gonna dive in there and end up she burning herself okay that being said i ain't a hater i congratulate her okay so that was for 400k the other 400k was for injury sustained in the past and 400k for damages for the, from the jury that determined for future okay in the statement attorney for the family said this momentous decision brings meaningful closure to an arduous and protracted legal process having previously established the defendants up church foods inc and mcdonald's usa llc as liable for their wrongful actions this verdict reaffirms that they must now face the consequence and provide full justice okay so Shout out to little mama. She got the, you know, and, and, and poppy. They got the little 400K, okay? The baby is, you know, uh, with 800K. And, you know, whatever the, the lawyer's going to get, they're probably going to get 33%, 33 and a third. You know how that usually goes. You know, if we don't get you any money, we don't get paid type deal. So, hey, it is what it is. You know, I like I said, I ain't no hater. I'm a congratulator. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> let's move on. That's, that's one little story we're going to catch up on now. Also, previously, we discussed um, John Amos, which is, um, you can call him America's dad or Amer- Black America's dad. Some people refer to him as James, James from Good Times, okay? And we discussed it on the platform previously about James, uh, well, John Amos in real life, how his um, son had put up a video of him and he was in the hospital and the, the daughter had come out and said that he was a victim of elder abuse and being taken advantage of. And I told y'all on here, I really felt like it was the son because in the video and go back, check the um episode. And I was describing a video to you all. I'm sure some of you that went on online later on saw it, but we talked about how the ju- um how the the son had the phone on him and then you could hear him um asking him what to say you know what to say what to tell him and moving his hand and everything okay well guess what people i said it then i said i think it's the son i think it's really i don't think it was the daughter because i just wasn't feeling that you know or maybe it was a little of both well guess what y'all the son has been arrested and it was reported today that the son was arrested for allegedly guess what facing placing terroristic threats against his sister 
threatening to kill the sister Shannon after the LW's claims, okay? So let's go into this. Shout out to People Magazine, who has reported on this, on his arrest. Okay, his son, Kelly C. K.C. Amos, is facing legal trouble after allegedly making threats against his sister Shannon. All right? According to the complaint obtained by People, K.C. 52 was arrested on Saturday in West Orange, New Jersey, after allegedly threatening to kill Shannon Amos with the purpose to put her in imminent fear of death. Okay, so technically, that's a terroristic threat. Imminent fear, that means like, without a shadow of doubt, I know this motherfucker gonna kill me. Okay, so we we, we really should have named this episode, you know, Niggas Running Amok. Because niggas is running amok. I don't know what the hell's going on, but they are running amok. You got here, you got Joseph uh, Smollett's um, female twin. You got the, 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 just hold on. We, we, we gonna get there. So, the filing states that Shannon believed that the immediacy of the threat and the likelihood that it would be carried out after Casey allegedly sent her a text message, here goes dummy, with photos of firearms and gang affiliations, the alleged threat made Shannon fear for her life. Shannon claimed that Casey sent her um, terroristic threats, he told you, which included a video of him shooting a handgun and show authorities text messages which read, going to sleep much better tonight, big sis, attached to the photo of a handgun. Another photo of a rifle was captioned, that big one can dead a turkey. I can't. You know what? Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's keep it moving. In the complaint, they allege, they allege that Casey has bipolar disorder and she fears that he may carry out threats from messages sent through text and is in fear of her life. Listen to this. And I'm getting tired of this. And I'm, I'm, I am actively looking for a psychologist. If you are a psychologist and you are listening to the Hotty Johns Experience Podcast, please email me at hotdjohns at gmail.com, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S at gmail.com. And I would like to bring you on the platform because I really want to discuss bipolar disorder and what it entails. What are the signs? I know it's different in everyone and it's it's not the same for every case. I know it's different with medication, without medication. It affects you differently. You have some that, um, you know, people say they become promiscuous. Some become very violent. Some become drunk. I need to know because I'm getting real sick and damn tired of people doing things, violent things to people, going on these these rants and these raves, and then they turn around and say, but I'm bipolar. That was why I wasn't on my meds. That was why, you know, must they take your meds. But take your meds because I'm not understanding this. I don't think it had nothing to do with meds. With his ass, what I think it is, he's wilding out. It's getting ugly. That's why I didn't even come in with our little regular things on the night. I came in, what the hell is going on? Because it's getting ugly out here, y'all. And this is her... And especially with the family members, when you have an elderly uh, family member that that you're supposed to be in charge of, and they got a little bit of, of coins, as my grandma would say, two pennies to rub together, hit his dumb ass go, want to try to cut the sister out. He's already been on, accused of being on drugs. Y'all know we discussed this um, on the previous part, on the previous uh, episode when we discussed um, John Amos' son. He was allegedly doing coke and all this kind of shit then. So I'm trying to figure it out. 
So now all of a sudden he's bipolar and now she's afraid for her life. You're going to be afraid for your life because he's bipolar and on coke? We got a problem, Houston. Okay. So the arrest came about approximately a month. This was, you know, after claiming that he was the victim of elderly abuse at the hands of his daughter, Shannon. And then in the video shared social media, KC was there with the phone on him and telling him what the damn say. And the, the, the um, daughter had uh, set up a uh, GoFundMe at the time and everything to, to help her out. And you can hear the people on the phone with the real concern uh, from the state. So now this little fucker is um, arrested. And we'll see. We, we're definitely going to keep continuing to follow this story. I'm glad that he is in police custody because, you know, like I said, I said it then and I meant it. I'm 10 toes down and I was right. I was right. His ass was the culprit. You can tell because the way he was standing over him, he had the phone. He had he literally had John Amos with the phone on speaker. And then John Amos got to do his hand like, okay, like what I'm going to say, what I'm supposed to say. So you can tell. So, you know, prayers up for John Amos. Hope he is still recovering beautifully. And uh, we're going to keep an eye on it. Casey, you go sit your ass down. And now you can't sit your ass down in jail, okay? Maybe they'll give you your meds and you won't be in there sending gang signs and, and, and guns and all the shit. What, what is the... When I say the dumbest damn criminals, you're literally text messaging guns and text messaging threats and text, text, text. Y'all some dumbasses out here in these streets. It's getting ugly. It's getting ugly. It is only going to get uglier, okay? So... Um, let's move on. Let's see if we got any more catch up before we start getting into this mustard, because I know a lot of stuff has happened since I haven't been on and, um, we're going to be, you know, getting bits and pieces of it until I can pull it back up together and we'll be back in our last, um, catch up for the night. We're going to catch up on some little ditty still wilding out here. Y'all ain't hear nothing about him since he stole that damn song. Talking about going to have a song in the summer, not. Um, and now him and Diageo going at it. Illegal retaliation is now what he's saying with the um liquid brand, the latest in his feud with Diageo. Okay, so Diddy Combs is accused his business partner Diageo as is um of illegal retaliation on today, which is Wednesday, heightening the legal battle between the mogul music musician and the spirits connoisseur. Diageo, which had distributed the rapper Ciroc Vodka, De Leon Tequila Brands, moved to cut ties with Combs last month. As y'all recall, we discussed this here on the platform. So this, this, I'm just doing a little catch up before we get into the mustard, okay? And he filed a suit accusing the company of racism in the promotion and distribution of his liquor labels because he was saying that they told him that... Um, they were doing it in these certain markets because that's when they knew it was sell because it was urban. Y'all know, I told y'all the key word, the black in marketing and in business is urban, urban. We also compared it to the million or billion dollar lawsuit that Byron Allen, which I looked up on that and nothing's happening with that soon. They're probably going into mediation with Byron Allen with McDonald's doing the same shit and saying, oh, we're going to, we're going to do more marketing in divisions and more black name in black areas. And yeah, they did, but they did it in a smaller division, smaller monies that were paid to the marketing. Okay. So listen, 
Y'all know what it is, okay? So the message is clear. If you are shed light on Diageo's conduct, you will be punished. That's what Cone's lawyers have said in documents filed in New York State Supreme Court on Wednesday, which is today, obtained by the Post. Shout out to you, Post, okay, who I am um, getting this information from as well. Diageo, the world's largest spirits company, has asked the courts to toss the lawsuit. However, the filing called Diageo's motion to dismiss the case, smoke and mirrors, and asked the court to ignore the request. While Diageo was self-servingly misrepresenting the goals of Combs' lawsuit in the press, its attempt to retaliate against Combs for asserting his legal rights will not uh, work in court. That's what Combs' lawyers has basically stated. Okay? So, let's continue. The company insisted it had the contractual right to terminate the marketing services agreement in place of Ciroc and begin to wind down on the De Leon joint venture. Our actions are consistent with our desire to protect the significant investment we have made in both brands and future growth. Because remember, if you if you don't remember, let me help you recall, they claimed that Diddy was supposed to put in equal amounts into the um, brand branding of the liquor, but he had only, over these last couple of years, only invested $1,000. I say he's a damn genius. He's a marketing genius because that's what y'all ask do. That's what y'all do. Y'all go and y'all get a business and then you evaluate it. This valuation is, is, is uh, worth a million now. So 10 years from now, it'll be worth $10 million. So we'll just say, or $100 million. So we'll say, hey, one times 100 is 100 million. It's $100 million worth. This uh, this company is worth $100 million because that's what y'all do because you include the future. So, and as everybody knows, the rule is to being wealthy is to use other people's money to get rich. There you go. Thank you. Very good class. Use other people's money to become rich. So he just played y'all damn game. So um, they said Mr. Combs longstanding bad faith actions, false accusations, and breaches of contract overwhelmingly support Diageo's justified decision to sever ties. Okay, and this is um from what their spokesperson has said. The lead feud began in May when Combs alleged Diageo sabotaged his Delion brand with um shoddy packaging that would made the product look cheap, according to the complaint, which we already discussed that. The filing alleged Diageo's classification system labels the raw and daily on this, what I just told y'all, urban, African-American, and black brands, okay, to be on misguided belief that black entrepreneur could only appeal to others that share the same skin color. In other words, Diddy said, my shit supposed to be like, when y'all, I, I compared it then, go back and listen to the old episode, Crystal, y'all said, Crystal, Crystal, Crystal in y'all videos. And when they ask Crystal, how do you feel about having all the rappers, you know, include Crystal in the videos? And he said, and I quote, uh, bruh, we ain't never really want our brand to be associated with urban brands. So they got rid of their ass. And now you have Ace of Spades, a black owned champagne, us in the hood, us po folk, we were still dealing with Moe. And motherfucking Andre, and they love us all day, okay? <laughs> and a little bit of cooks for the books, you feel me? So, or Corbett Brutes, okay? So, it is what it is. 
So we're going to, um, through the court documents, they, they didn't point out how much money Diageo poured into Ciroc. They did state that Diddy had, um, well, allegedly only put in $1,000, which I'd already told y'all that part. So we're going to see what happens in the um, suit this, because um, he's been dealing with them since 2007 and they own more than 200 um, brands. So this might be uh this might be a good fight. This might be a, a good one for Diddy, you know, somebody that can match his bravado and we'll see. Combs reportedly has taken home nearly a billion throughout his time a uh, time with Diageo. So yeah, we're gonna see. This is gonna get real interesting. And I think what they're trying to do is trying to pull what Adidas tried to pull on Ye. And I'm sure it's some kind of clause in there, the same way it was a clause with Ye. We discussed that with Adidas, where, um, yeah, he broke the moral code, but it was also something in there that said that anything that he designed or anything he let, if, if they ever broke off or something, they behind, they could not resell it without him being on board. So now they are behind the scenes trying to renegotiate a different contract because they get sitting up there with a billion dollars worth of damn useless and easy shit because they can't sell it and they don't want him to sell it. So they got to come up with something. And I think that's what's going to eventually happen with Diddy. So, all right, y'all, that concludes, I think that's going to conclude our little catch up. On the other side of this break, we're going to get into some mustard. We're going to get into... uh a private, a Justice Smollett, and a couple of other things that's going on out here. It's getting ugly, y'all. This is the Hotly John's Experience. I love experience with y'all. We will be back after a brief break. See you later. Don't get the wrong idea. My ego's getting bigger with every song I hear. Cause y'all been bullshitting. Spin that booty chatter. I hear for two days it came with something that truly matters. On goes the saga. A bubble's plight. She won't see tomorrow if I don't cut the night. That's just my move now. I hate it came to this. How else can I say it? I don't speak no other languages. I'm barely ripped now. So just the Jimmy talking. You hear that beat, don't you? That's just Timmy talking. Go ahead, throw them holes. Fuck it, break a bottle. Let's be honest, none of us will ever date a model. So let's just cut it loose. Ignore the repercussions. If you're scared, then just forget what we discussing. Just that new sound. Take a picture of me, cause I'm a fucking legend, and this is getting ugly. All right, y'all, we are back. We are back for part two of uh, Ketchup Mustard Politics and Bullshit edition of the Hot D. John's Experience. Okay, we're going to call this a little bonus session because it's in between Wednesday. So we can't too much say while I Wednesday. And I'm definitely going to be doing a, to be honest, Thursdays on some couple of other topics. So we'll call this a bonus and we'll call it, you guessed it, Ketchup mustard politics and bullshit edition okay so let's we've just did a couple of catch-ups on the um first part of the show we caught up on what's going on with john amos which we had reached that we've been following since um it was uh brought to our attention that his daughter said that he was suffering from elderly abuse also we caught up on the chicken nugget lawsuit um they came to a conclusion on today where they awarded her eight hundred thousand dollars also, we did the catch up on Diddy. 
um, Didi has filed his charge now back against Diageo and stating that um, they are trying to illegally retaliate against him for bringing awareness to their racist brand marketing and thus and so. So it's getting ugly out here, people. You know, and shout out to Bubba Sparks. You know, I'm still going to be showing love. Um, it is the year that hip hop will turn it is has turned 50 years old and 50 years since hip hop was born. And um, we're going to make sure that we're going to be showing love to some of the rappers and some of the rap um, crews that not necessarily everybody has been showing love to. OK, so I don't know what's going on with my sound. Okay. Check check that out. All right. I love to do shit live like this. So y'all know I'm really live and I'll be doing really be doing this shit. Okay. Um, so yeah. Once again, shout out to my overnight workers. Hope y'all enjoying it. Yes, I am a little rusty. You know, um, I was out. Uh not do wasn't doing too well. But I am back, y'all. And I'm I know I'm uh, stumbling over a little bit, but y'all know me. You know I'm gonna I'm get my footing back together. So thank you for um uh, sticking in there with me. So uh, without further ado, let's get to this mustard. Let's get to this hotly John style spread and this mustard, so that we can get to our main topic tonight, which is gonna be uh, Carly Jussie Smollett Russell. Okay, so um, it's a lot of stuff going on out here, man. It's getting ugly, and it's it's really getting ugly. Our uh, Netflix has decided to rub it in y'all damn face they said y'all tried it and we denied it and now we have multiplied it yes netflix is reporting that because they told y'all ass to stop sharing them passwords y'all want to continue sharing them passwords they decided that they were going to put out a paid sharing crackdown okay so after they put out this crackdown and said if you share it you're going to have to pay for it they are now reporting nearly six million dollars in profit, okay, from subscri- from subscriptions after they did the crackdown on the password sharing. Okay, they launched the um, password sharing in about a hundred different countries, and now they're saying that their revenue is higher now than it was then. They are up at least three percent from last year. This same time, they're also reporting that subscriptions have actually gone up and this is their top revenue acceleration program and guess what now y'all people now they have decided that they are going to start offering other subscription options that are what you guessed it ad driven here come the bullshit so just like with youtube where you would say oh you know what i just watch on youtube i ain't gonna write commercials it started putting on fucking ads. Oh, I just I just watch it on Netflix because I ain't got to worry about commercials. Here come the damn ads. And trust me, streaming, the, on demand. I remember when on demand, you would wait for on demand so you could sit there and binge. And the 20 minutes worth of damn commercial, you didn't have to worry about it. They got they give you the 40 minutes still, but they still find a way to put some type of commercial in it now. And you can't even fast forward anymore on, on demand. For those of you who still attached to the plug. Yes, I'm still attached to the court. Leave me alone. God ain't done me yet. Okay, so uh, shout out to Netflix for saying that y'all tried it, but they damn denied it. And y'all have created their primary revenue accelerator, and they're going to boost it even more once they start doing their ads, um, their ad subscription. So get ready, get ready, or go to T-Mobile 
and go on one of them programs where they say that they will give you a free net uh netflix subscription but make sure if you're going to be passing on that password make sure the person is under your roof because if not baby you will be seeing the difference in your pricing okay so shout out to netflix um flexing and doing a big one on the flex for y'all ass okay <laughs> all right it was one other thing that um i wanted to do another little quick catch up and this was in regards to the affirmative action that passed where they took affirmative action away from schools and then of course you know everyone was saying well since you took that away you need to take away the legacy admissions as well well guess what wesleyan university has stood up into the paint and said they will no they will now in and no longer accept legacy admissions okay so shout out to wesleyan university i think they're in connecticut if i'm not mistaken and they said that it was a, neg it was a negligible rule and it needs to end and that children of alumni will no longer receive an edge they will have to get in on their own merit so it don't matter if your daddy's 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 uncle's daddy's daddy's sister went to that damn school and your ass is an f student and you think you finna just get just get slide your ass in here under leroy because your daddy's 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 uncle's daddy's 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 sister went here and you sadly ass mistaken okay so they have taking the reins and they have taken that stuff out so i wanted to do a quick shout out to wesley who next who next we waiting on you harvard and yale we're waiting it's time to end the legacy admissions only ones that get in is the ones that can fit in with them grades okay and them sat ends them act ends okay so shout out to wesley and all right now let's move on for some more mustard child some more hot spicy mustard um let's talk about ups now i'm going to be talking later on on to be honest thursdays where we're going to be breaking down the strikes of the wags and the sags and all this stuff so look look out it's going to be one of the topics that we're going to be discussing on tomorrow um but oh i should say today because we're in the east tomorrow for y'all out there in cali okay because i know it ain't quite thursday yet but we out the midnight over here but in anywho um people ain't playing out here okay it's getting ugly they wilding out and to be honest i don't blame them people are tired of being played they tie their face being played in if it ain't their man or they or they one man they tired of y'all playing on top of their head. Everybody's trying to get fed. Ain't nobody out here trying to be broke as a joke. Ain't nobody trying to be bent with lint. Okay. We are trying to slice the bread. We don't don't we don't want to let them eat cake bullshit no more. And what am I talking about? UPS. Y'all ass might have to start going to pick up and deliver your own shit because UPS has said has stated that they are going to go back into a meeting they haven't met with the with the um the union and and the um contractors have not met in about two weeks now they're supposed to be meeting for the first time after breaking off after the last meeting two weeks ago and the union who represents three hundred and forty thousand workers listen to me now three four okay have stated that if they cannot reach a proper resolution 
in the negotiation process of the contracts, they will be causing, they will call for a national strike. Yes, y'all, UPS will stand for you pick your shit up. Because <laughs> we ain't going to be delivering it. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Can we talk? Yes, I'm, I'm going to talk about it then too. Yeah, we're going to do them all right now since this is a bonus episode. But can we talk about it? They said that you pick your shit up because we won't be dropping it off if they keep playing with our ass and our coin. Now, apparently, the workers have said that they will strike starting on August 1st if they do not reach the completion of contraction negotiations. Now, they have so far reached 95% of their demands they have met including giving them air conditioned vans, which I never did understand that shit. Why these men got to be in these big-ass trucks, sweating and shit, with these damn shorts on. I'm sure that they are chafing their balls. I'm sure it's all red and raw by the time they get home. And now with all of these heat waves that we're going through, and I have been telling y'all this before I went on hiatus, um, I told y'all it was heating up, and it was going to be heat waves for weeks on end. I told y'all that before I left. Check it out. It was a week before 4th of July. I told y'all that. So that being said, I knew that that was going to become an issue. It's coming an issue with the mailman and the post office. They're going to be next. If UPS strikes now, who's going to be next? Who next? USPS, FedEx, and who else? Who next? They are not playing. These are all union jobs, just so y'all know. So they definitely, and that's the best job that you can ever have. If you ever have the opportunity to work for somewhere that has a union, oh, you good to go. Because once they go there, ain't nothing, nothing can stop them. You got, they got to negotiate with them. But right now, so far, they're 95% there, but they say 95 just doesn't count. Okay. They say almost doesn't count, baby. They went brandy on y'all ass. Almost doesn't count. We need the whole 100% of our demands reached or y'all going to see them packages laying in the streets. <laughs> so we're going to see what happens, y'all. But yeah, UPS is approximately two weeks away from strike day. Okay? So y'all look out for that. Um, Next thing that I wanted to touch on, we done already touched on um Netflix and UPS and, some, and Wesleyan. Now we want to spread this mustard about uh, <sighs> Texas, old Texas. Texas is out here in these streets blocking these migrants. Now, those of you who don't feel like this affects you, uh, I would I would very much disagree with you and say, you know what? Is the migrants today could be your ass tomorrow? trying to get into a store, trying to get into a state, or trying to go somewhere where they don't want your ass to be. So now it looks like the DOJ is going to be investigating Texas because they have put up razor wires, okay, like barbed wires up. They are pushing these people back into the river. They're not giving them water to drink when they are trying to come over and come across. And what And the thing that kills me is, you don't even have a reason why. You don't have a reason why. And and, and it, it just bogs my mind that, to be honest, you already know Texas is Mexico. You, do we need to go into this? Do we need to go into geography? I think I'm going to say that for, to be honest, Thursday. Just hold on. To be honest, Thursday, I'm going to break some shit down to y'all because 
I was, you know, like I said, I was on hiatus and I had, you know, some things going on and, um, I, I couldn't really talk to y'all about the 4th of July, but we're going to be, we're going to be breaking some things down. Cause I, I need y'all to understand a couple of things. So we're going to pin it right there, but just to give you an intro to that topic, we'll be finishing up on it. We'll be, you know, expounding on that topic tomorrow for to be honest Thursday. So make sure that you do tune in and yes, I will be here. Trust me. I will be here on this mic. So make sure that you tune in, but for them to do that and to make it so bad, who do you think turned them into the department of justice? A Texas trooper. He's like, it's inhumane. Like at this point it was a four year old that actually fainted and went back into the water. And because of where they are placing the wire gates at, it's causing these people to try to go on the dip deeper end to try to get over and they are drowning. So this is some serious shit. And it seems like, you know, when I first started my podcast a couple of years ago, it was the outdated wiring and them freezing over and stuff and people dying out there freezing to death. And the panel was outdated and they showed where they, they knew all along and they had never updated it. You know, they were slapping hands with them inspectors or however we want to call it. And now here we go again with Texas again with some some dumb shit. I, I don't know what it is with that state. And to be honest, between Florida and Texas, they CNBC basically just said they are the worst states to even go to. And so many people are trying to get there or get here. And they're saying they're the worst places to live and to work. We'll be going more into detail on that as well. But yes, so it's not like um, you all are the big shit. It's just that these people are trying to come across the border. They know technically is their land. All right, I don't want to go too far. Like I said, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. But yes, I had to spread a little mustard on that bitch because I'm like, wow, I don't believe this. So um, yeah, the DOJ is definitely going to be investigating and we are definitely going to be following that one very closely to see exactly what happens what are you going to do, Biden boo? What you going to do? Okay. And shout out to that Texas trooper who is humane and said that he don't agree with it. I appreciate him for blowing the whistle. It's a lot of whistle blowing out here, y'all. All right. Let's get on to some politics and bullshit. I say a bullshit and I'll probably put bullshit, but it's really bullshit. Okay. That was one of them, really, to be honest, to be true. But let's talk about private... No, we're going to talk about him last. Let's talk about Mr. Jason Aldean. If y'all don't know Jason Aldean, Jason Aldean is a country singer, okay? Um, I I listen to country. I, I think Jason is kind of cool. And when I say this is, you know, we this is a... a a mix of Wild Out Wednesday and to be honest, that's that's why I, that's why I named it this because people are wilding out here. Niggas is going running amok. Motherfuckers are going crazy. They 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 doing like weird shit. It's like you know it's the end. It's coming up to the end because hell, you got Phoenix with a with a low of ninety seven for overnight temperatures. Count that a low of 97 and had a high of 118 let's just let that sit on your spirit right now i want to sit on your skin because then you'll be trying to sue my ass for 800 million like that lady did uh, 800 000 like that lady did with the chicken nuggets but let that sit on your spirit for a minute a low 
overnight temperature. That means nighttime, no sun out, temperature of 97. So we got a lot of things going on that are surely signs of it's about to wrap up, kitties. So you better get yourself together. That being said, you have this dude coming out at a time like this with this song called Try That in a Small Town. Okay? Now, I'm going to let y'all hear a little bit of Mr. Jason Aldean's song. I'm going to see if, if, um, if I can get it here on Spotify. And let y'all hear just some of these lyrics that this man is saying on this song. And they have just recently pulled the video because the video he has is was recorded on this uh, course test, which we'll get into in a second. Okay, I'm going to see if I can. Um... And I'm like, nah, Jason, I thought he had a couple of little songs. He was like a little cutie patootie. I'm going to uh, see if y'all can get it. Oh, they might not let me play it, y'all. Let me see. Let me see. They let me play it. Let me turn it off. Oh, I don't think they're gonna let me play it. Y'all see this? Y'all, do y'all hear this? I should say. It's not even let me. Okay, let's try it again. Cause you're brave enough to make it here. Y'all need to let them be brave enough to play it so we can criticize it. Take some bass out. they cutting it off but here's the deal in this song he's basically telling y'all that you know you want to fight a cop you want to hit him in his face you want to slap him you know try that in a small town see how long you be going down and then he says in this other lyric about you want to burn a flag you want to protests and all this so he keeps saying in his the main part of the song is try that in a small town now anybody in a common sense in a normal sense in a regular sense would know that what this fucker is basically saying is a antagonizing song he's saying bring that shit over here if you want and get put down okay so since they're like, I guess they're going to ban the song too because I'm playing and they kept cutting it off. So I'm not going to keep trying to play it. But let's get into a, the article that basically broke down. In the video, he was at a place, and shout out to the New York Times, where they, according to these people that did the production of the video, you know, they always got to say it, he was not aware that he was, um, that it was going to be taking place 
at that particular that you know the video was taking place there that we were shooting there and blah 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 okay now but the video release was today but the song was in may it was shot in front of the maury county courthouse in columbia tennessee which is a site known for the 1927 lynching of a young black male okay and his name was i think his last name was cope and it also was the scene of a race war okay a race riot in 1946 okay his name was henry coates c-h-o-a-t-e an 18 year old black man um and was also i already told y'all about the violence that was done during a racist or racial war at that time on the same you can't make this shit up so you're gonna sit here and tell us that he wrote this song that is basically and you know he said his answer was you know i've always i've never hit in my political views i've always said what i meant and meant what i said and blah 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 but you know there's not one time you could turn on the tv and not see a headline or something like that and that's great but to release a song like that we're getting ready to go into an election year it's like all the stuff is just tying right on in to show people's true colors so i want y'all to start paying attention to these motherfuckers that's out here it's getting ugly okay it's getting ugly keep reverting back keep reverting back to the title of this 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 bonus episode it's getting ugly because now let somebody write a rap it won't just be um it, it wouldn't just be them banning the video they'll be banning the whole damn song as you see when i try to play it maybe they have banned the song because i played and they kept cutting off so i'm not gonna try to play it again but if you get a chance and you want to listen to the lyrics i just basically told you the parts of the lyrics that came into question along with the symbolism in the fucking video with the riots going on behind him and cars being burned and thought you talking about try this in a small town now you get this in some redneck hick town and play this song what do you think is going to happen what do you think is going to happen motherfuckers wilding out here that's why at this point in time it's time for hip-hop it's time for rap to get back hip-hop to get back to hip-hop it's time to get back to consciousness it's time to start putting in the words the intelligence you know it's good to be out here just be able to shake your ass and pop your pussy and you know and twerk and work and jerk and niggas be talking about putting out and drill and skill and and, and all it, you know that's all cute it's all cute and great but it ain't gravy because they out here sending out they little target ass words and their little antagonistic songs they already got the little sound the little sound bites and they already got the soundtrack for the tr- for the dumps um election because i don't care what y'all see he all this this indict him for this indict him for that when the hell is y'all finna arrest this bastard and charge him what the hell it is which is impede which is um treason okay and not give him soundtracks for him to be able to i guarantee you a dollar to a doll that he's gonna have this song playing at one of his damn rallies watch and y'all gonna come back like i always do and be like damn you said the kiwi he told did and he sure is okay so we're gonna keep an eye out on this um he don't think seem like he's tripping too hard about it but 
that's for now because i'm sure he knows that he'll be invited on 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 this trail that these republicans are on to play this little song and y'all gonna see man it's getting ugly it's getting ugly okay and getting so ugly till you got a private by the name of travis king yes i'm gonna move along y'all moving along then we can go to our little main one and then i'm gonna be out little medication kicking in your girl gotta get some rest in so we'll be able to start back again uh tomorrow for our to be honest thursdays but private travis king who was on a civilian tour okay a civilian tour of dmz crossed over into damn north korea hear me again a brother by the name of travis king let it sit in your spirit travis king okay he had already spent 50 days in detention for an assault in seoul south korea in a nightclub where he beat up on somebody beat somebody else down he had already served 50 days they dropped another assault charge on his ass they were like you know what we're gonna drop this one i guess they ain't, the person must didn't want to press charges or whatever or they decide you know what we're just gonna throw your ass out the military drop that case earlier about a month ago now they were transporting him to the airport to bring him back to us to lead to you know discharge him for from the um military this motherfucker they said was moving so fast one lady said she thought he was doing some type of TikTok video or some TikTok channel because I fast he was moving. She was like, this can't be real. And shot his ass across the border into North Korea and got arrested and nobody's heard nothing from him since. So, he over there with Lil' Kim and not the good one. Okay, not the one that say, what would that be, huh? Okay, not the one swallowing Sprite cans. He with the other Lil' Kim. Now, last person that was over there, Ken Bay, he, they kept that man for three years and it took jesus joseph and mary the whole family get his get his ass from over there the one before him was a college student who when he came back home when they did finally get him here i think he passed like a week or so after he had gotten back or a month or something like that don't quote me on the time frame but i know it was shortly after he came back to the u.s he passed now you got this dumb ass what is it that you had to run your ass over to north korea you didn't want to come home to the u.s or is this in my mind I'm like are y'all playing tricks on us like what's really good what's really hood what would make him go run his ass into north korea when they are not the, the friendly side and you know this because you're in the military are you going rogue is he going over there to give his so i don't know y'all this is a developing story they are still talking about it as we speak so we're gonna we're gonna check this out. We're gonna definitely follow this because I'm trying to figure out what a NAS will be doing crossing over in North Korea, and your name is not a Dennis or a Dan Rodman. Okay. And that being said, <laughs> that concludes the second part of our uh ketchup, mustard, politics, and bull skits. And we are coming back on the other side to conclude with the Justice Smollett. I mean, uh Carly. <laughs> uh Carly Smollett or whatever her name is we coming back with her on the other side and we're gonna wrap it on up
It's getting ugly, y'all. See you on the other side for after the last break. to Bubba Sparks again, showing you love, Bubba. He was part of the Timberland Clue click. One of the um, one of the best white boys that touched the game. He did a little something, something, and he is definitely helping us with our uh, topics tonight because, yes, the theme is it's getting ugly, and yes, it is, people. It is getting ugly out here. Shout out and thank you one more time to all my flames, my flamey that checked in. Thank you guys for sending the emails. I will be touching on those topics that you have requested. Um, we will be moving forward. Thank you for the love. Thank you guys for still being here, waiting on your girl to hit back on this mic on the Hot D. John's Experience. Make sure that you are following your girl, Hot D. John's, at Kiwi305954 for show. That's me, your host, on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube's coming up real soon within the next week, I think. We're going to um, officially start uploading there so y'all can start growing the channel. And, um, yeah, man, we got a lot of things that's on board, a lot of things that's in the pot cooking up. So, you know, I will be letting you know once it's done because, you know, there's a lot of haters out here, but, you know, the haters make us greater and they can never stop you. Your girl from um, now or later, okay? <laughs> and, okay. All right. Let's 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 get on to the get on so we can wrap this up, this little bonus episode of um, Hot and It's Getting Ugly. Ketchup, mustard, politics, and bullshit edition, okay? <laughs> All right. Time for the main topic. Y'all know, I know y'all was waiting on it. Here we go. Y'all heard it from the rest. Now it's time to hear from the best. Carly, Carly, Carly. Um, During my hiatus and everything, during my recuperation, um, get a little water. I promise y'all, I know y'all used to me with the sip and stir, but I promise y'all that's water and ice, okay? Can't drink no Acky right now. Hopefully I'll be with y'all sipping on the sip, sip, sipping on a yak uh, in like a couple of weeks once I finish recuperating. But anywho, we want to discuss the bullshit. Okay? And for all intents and purposes, the bullshit that was going on with the case. So I'm sitting here recuperating from my situation and I'm here on the gram and I'm looking and checking things out to see what's popping. See a story comes up about a lady that said um, she had called 911 and there was a toddler. She had saw a toddler on the highway and then all of a sudden went quiet 
and they hadn't seen her. So everybody in the saying, yep, yeah, put the same energy in it. Put the same energy in it y'all would if it was, if it was, you know. So, and we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it because that's all we can do over here. That's all we, we do know how to do is keep it real over here. Keep it, you know, keep it on honey. Do the same thing for her like y'all would have did if it was another race of girl. If it was Becky, if it was Karen and all of this, okay? And here I go. Chiming in with my little fingers. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's what we need to do. Y'all make sure y'all do. Absolutely. Okay? Then it was, it's a shame that people are still using kids to lure someone to do a crime. Pray for the family. Pray she's okay. So we're all putting our little prayers in and talking about, because, I mean, let's keep it, let's keep it real. There have been situations where someone actually done that, and with all the sex trafficking things that's going on, you know we've seen it happen many times or heard it happen. You know, a van come up and you hear somebody like scream like it's a little girl or something that was in there, and then they snatch the person and put them in the damn van, and you never hear from them again, okay? And we know that it's very prevalent in the South. This was in Alabama. You know, we've heard about a lot, in not so much in Alabama, but we thinking, hey, this shit can happen because she was on the highway, okay? All right. Not Atlanta, not metropolitan or whatever. And from what the Alabamians are saying, this particular area, Hoover or Hooper, this is a good area. This is, you know, um, you know, you got to make some coin. It's like the, I guess, the Parkland, because, you know, it, for us it will be Parkland, Pontecola Springs. Um, Palm Beach Gardens. Well, maybe parts of Palm Beach Gardens. Let me say that. So, same thing. Um, locked down by Los Olas, uh in Miami. You know, you have your start. You know, the the little affluent parts, if you will. Okay, cool. The cops got right on it. Cops got right on it. The mama. Put this picture of her without a wig or anything on her head, and please, and and then you know was said that she had spoken to the sister-in-law, and somebody said no was the brother's girlfriend. Then it was okay. It was um somebody when she spoke with somebody, and then they were so concerned. Okay, forty-nine hours later. They say that she reappears, but she appears at the house. And the police is called and somebody is there, but they're unconscious, but non-responsive. And they get there, whatever, and she's there. And then she, after, you know, they get there and they take her to the hospital. And they was like, oh, she'll be taking the hospital. Say, like, oh, well, everybody's like, well, thank God, thank the Lord she was found. No, she wasn't found. She came to the house. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me put my foot up in. She was kidnapped, but 40 hours later, she came running to the house in the dark at night. She knew her way back to the house. Did she get dropped off? Was she Uber? You know, did the attack, did the, the kidnapper Uber her to Homeville? Like, this was kind of weird. But I'm like, wait, let's hear the details. And then I'm going to start seeing everybody pouring on it. I want to say shout out to Nosy Hole Live, where the messy motherfucker resides. If y'all don't know who that is, I mentioned her before on my platform, and I told you they they shadow ban her a lot because she a real one. 
she'll tell you you in the hood now baby okay and you are so you know if she she could be a little rough but she be real she be real with it okay and from the beginning she was saying this ain't it um from the beginning pierre the comedian this ain't it i think dia Hewitt, this ain't it so a lot of people were already calling file on the shit on file on the plate because she wasn't making sense because once the video came out a high, highly enhanced video you didn't see a toddler and then they were talking about she had stopped at some Mediterranean place with extra tzatziki sauce or something. Then they found the wig. And I'm like, well, damn, why would they take the wig off? Oh, unless they don't want her to be identified. I'm like, okay. But she snatched out a wig. Did they snatch the wig off or whatever? Okay, her, her Apple Watch, everything was left in the car still. Okay. Huh. Okay. Well, it has come to our attention um, per the news conference that was held that several things took place and now when, when first of all when she got back and everybody started asking questions the parents were like oh they gonna sue bloggers and then no nobody only asking no questions because she needs to get over it and she has to heal then the boyfriend pops up the boyfriend that knows he had already put out in the streets like she went on his page didn't have one picture of this damn girl okay not one picture, not one video, not nothing. Not even a picture of her damn toe on his damn page. Okay, cool. Now, um, you have some people that, you know, they don't put their people out on social media or whatever. Whatever. You got to have something. I don't give a damn if you just got the name and say we together. Something. Nothing. Okay? Then it was said that um, she was possibly pregnant from a 17-year-old. Don't know nothing about that. That's a rumor. You know, that's a rumor. Then it was said that she had had it. Uh, out with some girl, some stripper girl that the boyfriend had cheated on her with and she had told the girl, you know, I'm a nurse, you're nothing, you ugly, I'm not, uh, what can he, you can do for him? Um, Baby girl, he's a stripper, he can do, she can do a whole lot, okay? But I digress. So, after all of this starts coming out, now the parents was talking about the, the mammy, oh, we just want our privacy. First of all, bitch, you got crime stoppers that's gonna collect the money from people. You got search parties that's gonna be out here looking for her ass. Okay, taking up time. You had one lady who lost a child due to kidnapping that was out here um ahead of a search party. Then you had a GoFundMe, which the parents or the family are saying they never approved a GoFundMe. Okay, so you had all this going on. They have now said that they're not going to refund the crime stopper money. And, I, and a lot of people are saying, what, you crazy? That's not fair. But I think what they're doing is they want to keep that money in place because that's going to help them to prosecute her for a higher level crime. Okay, hear me out. Because if that money was taken under false pretense, under, because she filed a false claim and it's in the thousands, it's going to, it's going to determine the degree whether the first degree, second degree, or third degree, felony, or whatever, because she is going to be charged. Now, for those of you who are working during the daytime and you didn't necessarily get a chance to hear or watch the um, the um, press conference, I want to play the press conference for you all. Then I'm going to conclude, and then we're going to move forward because we'll, we'll move forward on this case until she gets um, charged, because she's going to get charged. Because now they ain't even talking to the damn police. 
And the police like, oh, they want to give her a chance to heal and rest. No, the police ain't. They gonna give her enough time to sit her ass there. And if she, if they even think that she gonna blink to leave her ass up out of Alabama, is they gonna wish she gonna wish she never had. So let me see if I can pull it up. Shout out to USA Today and shout out to the streaming platform that had it. Um, and shout out again to Nosy Ho because she called it, and a couple of other bloggers really called it and said this ain't it. You know, you have some people, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, I know love covers and, and, and what's, what's really pissing everybody off. Just just listen to it. And and I'll, I'll go ahead on my rant and then we're going to be out. For that reason, we did not feel comfortable speaking in detail publicly until now. It is important that we share this information now so that our community can be put at ease. So at this time, I'll turn the microphone over to Hoover Police Chief Nick Durses. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Thank everyone for being here today. Besides me, stands the team who played a significant role in this investigation. I want to thank our department, members of surrounding local law enforcement agencies, the FBI, Secret Service, United States Marshals, and ALEA for their assistance in this case. We said from the evening of July 13th, our focus would be the safe return of Carly Russell. That occurred on Saturday, July 15th, approximately 49 hours after she called 911 and disappeared. From that point, our focus has been to determine Carly's whereabouts during that time and what exactly took place. Let me say up front, this investigation is not over. We're still working this case and we've worked in this case until we uncover every piece of evidence that helps us account for the 49 hours Carly Russell was missing. However, through the public interest, and in some cases, public fear that this story has generated, we owe it to our citizens to tell them the facts that we have uncovered. So I will give you the facts that we know today. On July 13th, at approximately 8.20 p.m., Carly left work from a business at the summit. Surveillance video from her place of employment shows Carly concealed a dark-colored bathrobe, a roll of toilet paper, and other items belonging to the business prior to her departure. She ordered food from Tzatziki's at the Colonnade and traveled there. She then traveled to Target on 280, where she purchased some granola bars and Cheez-Its. From there, she remained in the parking lot at that shopping center until 9.21 p.m. when she drove to I-459. Carly communicated on her cell phone with individuals known to her while on her path of travel up to the point of calling 911 at 9.34 p.m. And at this time, we will play the 911 call in its entirety.
Did you pull over with them? Are you still with them? Yeah. Okay, you're, are you with the child right now? No, I'm not. I just got in the car. I'm just, I, I can see them though. Can you, do you mind staying and keeping an eye on them until we get there? Yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. Okay, what kind of car are you in? I'm in a red Mercedes Benz. Is it a sedan or a SUV? A SUV. I mean, it's a, a, a sedan. Sorry. Can you put your hazards on for me? Yeah, they're on. Did you talk to the job or did you say anything to them? No. Okay. No. Do they look like they're injured? No, they don't. Are they white like you said or Asian? They're white. Okay. Is a male or female? I think it's a boy, a little boy. Right now? Okay. So is he wearing clothes? Yes. Okay. What is he wearing? Um, it's a white t-shirt and it doesn't look like he has any pants on. It looks like a diaper. And you don't see any cars anywhere? No, no cars anywhere. Okay. Alright, what's your name? My name is Carly Russell. Jesse Russell? sometime after 9.36 p.m. Traffic camera footage was obtained which depicted this portion of the incident and that footage was analyzed as part of the investigation in conjunction with the 911 call and cell phone data to accurately determine the time frame. Carly's 911 call remains the only report of a child on the interstate despite numerous vehicles passing through the area at that time. No one has called to report that a child is missing and the Hoover Police Department did not locate any evidence of a small child walking down the interstate. Data from Carly's phone. Nobody reported a child but Carly. Nobody saw a child but Carly. Including her Life 360 app shows that she traveled approximately 600 yards in her vehicle while she was on the phone with 911 stating that she was following a child. 600 yards, that is six football fields straight, 600 yards. The Hoover 911 Center received a second call from Cardi's mother stating that a relative was on the phone with her when they heard Cardi scream and then they had an open phone line. Hoover police officers arrived on the scene within five minutes of being dispatched and several other officers arrived shortly. They located Cardi's wig and cell phone in the grass near the vehicle. Her purse was located in the front seat of her vehicle with her Apple watch in the purse. The food she ordered for Tzatziki's was also in the car. The items she purchased from Target, as well as the items taken from her place of employment, were not in the vehicle, nor were they located anywhere around the city. Hoover police deployed all available assets from the point in the search for car. Additional resources were called in to include our own drone unit, crime scene investigators, numerous detectives responded to the scene. 
Throughout the day Friday, officers from surrounding local and federal agencies assisted Hoover police to search for Carly Russell. Officers returned to the scene on 459 to conduct a thorough line search for evidence. K-9 teams from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department responded to check for any sign of Carly, the child that she claimed to see, and anything else that could be considered evidence in this case. Those searches all turned up empty. Private citizens, including search parties organized by her family, friends, began looking everywhere that they could to find any trace. These searches took place throughout the day Friday and again on Saturday, yielding nothing. At 10.44 p.m. on July 15th, the Uber 911 son receives a call from Carly's residence stating that she returned home on foot. In subsequent investigations, detectives obtained surveillance footage of Carly walking down the sidewalk alone prior to arrival at her residence. She was conscious and speaking with paramedics when she was transported to UAB. Detectives were able to obtain a brief statement from her prior to being treated and released. During the statement, she told detectives that while traveling down the interstate, she saw a baby walking down the side of the road and called 911. She stuttered when she got out of her vehicle to check on the child, a man came out of the trees and mumbled that he was checking on the baby. She claimed that the man then picked her up and she screamed. He stated he then made her go over a fence. She claims he then forced her into a car and the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18-wheeler. She stated that the male was with a female. However, she never saw the female, only hearing her voice. She also told detectives she could hear a baby crying. She told detectives the male had orange hair with a big bald spot on the back. She said she was able to orange hair to UAB. with detectives. a big bald spot on the back. So homie the fucking clown was in the woods. Okay. Drug to obtain a brief statement from her prior to being treated and released. During the statement, she told detectives that while traveling down the interstate, she saw a baby walking down the side of the road and called 911. She stuttered when she got out of her vehicle to check on the child. A man came out of the trees and mumbled that he was checking on the baby. Home in the clown. The man then picked her up and she screamed. He stated he then made her go over a fence. She claims he then forced her into a car. And the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18 wheeler. She stated the male was with a female. However, she never saw the female, only hearing her voice. She also told detectives she could hear a baby crying. She told detectives the male had orange hair with a big bald spot on the back. She said she was able to escape the 18 wheeler and fled on foot, only to be captured again and then was put in a car. She claimed she was then blindfolded but was not tied up because the captor said they did not want to leave impressions on her wrists. She said that they took her into a house and made her get undressed. She believes they took pictures of her, but she does not remember them having any physical or sexual contact. He stated the next day she woke up and was fed cheese crackers by the female. He said the woman also played with her hair, but could not remember anything else. At some point, she was put back in a vehicle. She claims was able to escape while it was in the West Hoover area. She told detectives she ran through lots of woods until she came out near her residence. During this interview, detectives noted that Carly had a small injury to her lip and she claimed that her head was hurting. She also had a tear on her shirt. Detectives also noted that she had $107 cash in her right sock. 
Out of respect for Carly and her family, detectives did not press for additional information in this interview and made plans to speak with her in detail after giving her time to rest. Detectives continue analyzing data from Carly's cell phone that was left behind at the scene. We enlisted the help of the United States Secret Service in conducting this analysis. Part of what data includes several internet searches in the days leading up to her disappearance that I think are very relevant to this case. On July 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, you have to pay for an Amber Alert was searched. On July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught was searched. On July 13th at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term Birmingham bus station was searched. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. On July 13th at 12.10 p.m., a search for the movie Taken, a film about abduction, was conducted. There were two searches related to Amber Alerts on a computer at Carter's place of employment, including one regarding the maximum age of an Amber Alert. There were other searches on Carly's phone that appeared to shed some light on her mindset, but out of respect for her privacy, we will not be releasing the content of those searches at this time. We've asked to interview Carly a second time, but have not been granted that request. As you can see, there are many questions left to be answered, but only Carly can provide those answers. What we can't say is that we've been unable to verify most of Carly's initial statement made to investigators, and we have no reason to believe that there is a threat to the public safety related, related to this particular case. Thank you very much. With that, we'll open the floor for some questions. Please raise your hand and I will call you. Yeah. Do you expect any Right now, our focus is to determine those 49 hours. Not that, not that I'm aware of it. And every time they got a tip, they sent it to us. No, I have, we have not confirmed that now. Chief fans of the AGG 610 some the question to Chief of the multiple searches that you mentioned, Chief, that were phone, phone, does that kind of give you an indication of her mind state during this ordeal 48 hours? Yeah. Well, you know, again, I, we want to talk in facts, and, and I, I do think it's it's highly highly unusual to uh, uh, the day that, uh, that that someone gets kidnapped that uh, several seven hours or eight hours before that that they're uh, searching the internet, googling uh, the movie Taken about an abduction. I, I find that very uh, very strange. Yes. No, we do not know. Absolutely not. Which tells me that uh, I've had kids, and I'm sure a lot of people here have, and it's very, very, again, she said it. 
I'm not saying it couldn't happen because I've always been one of these guys, never say never, but six football fields. I'm a, I, I like ath- I like athletics, I like football. Six football fields. To think that a toddler, barefoot, that could be three or four years old, is going to travel six football fields without getting in the roadway, without crying, without any, any just moving down. It's very, it's just very hard for me to understand. We do not see, from what we can tell, we don't see anybody on the interstate other than uh, her car and then someone getting out of her uh, driver's side. We have sent that uh, that off to the uh, FBI for enhancement. It has not been returned. Do you think in this case that charges will be forthcoming for Harvey Russell? And how serious of a crime is it to not only fabricate 911 call, but to lie along? Well, you know, again, that's not something that we would discuss as we're going through the, the, through the uh, uh, slow investigation. But, you know, people have to understand that uh, when, when someone says something like like this, we put every available resource. Everybody comes to get from the state, local. And there we have it, y'all. Bottom line, homie the clown was not seen on the enhanced video, on the unenhanced video, on a drive-in. They did not see a toddler walking six fucking football fields down the road. Do you realize how many years this has put back black females, black women in general, women, brown women, women of color in general, that if they, when they're an issue comes up, if they come up lost, we have to pray that the police would not take it back to the day where they would not put the, all the resources in because of one dumbass that is sitting up here talking about homie the clown pulled their ass in and fed them cheeses the same cheeses that she bought she done stole toilet paper and shit from the job seen on a video doing that seeing her her searches on google you know googling and uh, we'll be back to wrap this up y'all we'll be back to wrap this up Do you feel confident, your investigators feel confident that you know why Harvey Russell may have done? No, we don't know. Absolutely not. Jim, can you explain for us? You mentioned that while the police and the colleagues on the front line, she was traveling six football fields, which tells you what? Which tells me that uh, I've had kids, and I'm sure a lot of people here have, and it's very, very, again, she said it. I'm not saying it couldn't happen because I've always been one of these guys, never say never, but six football fields. I mean, I, I like ath- I like athletics, I like football. Six football fields. To think that a toddler, barefoot, that could be three or four years old, is going to travel six football fields without getting in the roadway, without crying, without any, any just moving down, it's, very, it's just very hard for me to understand. We do not see, from what we can tell, we don't see anybody on the interstate other than uh, her car and then someone getting out of her uh, driver's side. We have sent that uh, that off to the uh, FBI for enhancement. It has not been returned. Do you think in this case that charges will be forthcoming towards Harvey Russell? And how serious of a crime is it to not only fabricate a 911 call, but to lie to law enforcement during an investigation? Well, you know, again, that's not something that we would discuss as we're going through the, the, through the uh, Slow investigation, but you know, people have to understand that uh, when when someone says something like like this, we put every available resource. Everybody comes to 
you know, from state, local, federal, it, it, it's, it's just a lot of work. And, uh, and, 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 you know, it's, it, again, man, Chairman early said frustrated. I mean, it is a little frustrating to think that, uh, all this has been done and we can't find, uh, find anything out. Did anyone see her calling it from the side of the road that she made that 911 call? No, not to my knowledge. All right, last question. Is this investigation held up until you can speak once again to Carly Russell? Well, there's a few things that we're still doing, but uh, obviously we want to talk to Carly as soon as we can uh, and, and, and do an in-depth interview. And at that time, uh, I think we'll have these investigators doing some other things. So uh, that's, that's all the questions we're going to answer today. We appreciate you guys coming and we'll be following up with y'all. Thank you so much. Okay, so there you have it, the conclusion of the press conference that was held by Uber Police Department um, in Alabama. And to touch on a couple of the points, I was getting a little frustrated. So I'm like, I had to take another little sip of water and then come back so we could finish out hearing what he had to say. So then I can go on my rant. Okay. And I don't want to say my rant. I want to say my speech of disappointment as a woman of color, as a woman, period. In today's society, when we have so many missing children, so many missing adults, so many people who have been abducted for sex trafficking, abducted by killers, abducted by molesters, where these police officers have worked tirelessly in researching and in searching for the culprit. I'm, I'm trying very hard to be proper right now, y'all, but I really want to cuss a dumb ass out. I really do. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, what other people who say, well, maybe it was something, you know, she has a mental situation going on, but no history of mental illness. Not saying that she doesn't because you have people that are going, have gone and not been diagnosed, but there's been none for her. Okay, been living a totally normal life. She's, you know, college, sorority, you know, a boyfriend. She's a nurse, like she said. I mean, you stealing toilet paper and shit for the job. Then you looking up how to steal money from a register without being caught. Then you you go all this on her Google search. Let me tell y'all something. When I say you are being watched, you are being watched. I am not fucking joking. I say things on here that you know, and I, I, you know, people always say, "Oh, but you have such a funny way of saying stuff." Uh, and I, you know, I do. That's great. You know, I'm glad. You know, to, I'm here to entertain, engage, and inform. But at the end of the day, I'm keeping it trill. There are lights, camera, action everywhere. The man said when they checked the video of her on the highway, there weren't even in you know, all those cars. She's the only one that's that stopped. And like he said. Let's break down the common sense. What toddler do you know is walking six freaking football fields straight? No water, not crying, not tired, not sitting down and saying, uh, none of that. Okay? Your car, you and the lady tell you to put your blinkers on, damn right, because they want to mark that car, want to make sure that's the car they're looking for. And I'm sure that helps them as well on the video because they see, okay, on the video, the car with the blinkers on, that's Carly's car, okay? So we're going to call her Jarly. Carly and Jussie put together, okay? Um, now, your, her Google searches, like he said, hours prior 
you are ghoul searching the movie Taken, which is a movie about abduction. Okay, everybody who's ever seen the movie Taken and Taken Two or whatever, it's about being abducted. Okay, you googling Birmingham, like how much is a one way ticket from Birmingham to Nashville? What the hell? Who was in Nashville? Y'all need to find that out, and trust me, they're gonna find that out. Then you googling how to steal money out of a register without being caught. You doing all this shit on your Google search. Then it was reported at one point that her phone was taken off block so that she could speak with the boyfriend. So who the hell is doing this? Was this an alien that, 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 and you think they wouldn't see it as many UFO sightings that we've had now more than ever, that they wouldn't, somebody didn't say, well, we saw a flash of light come down out the sky and they grabbed her up or something like that. You go down to a hill, which you've had um, people from Alabama on different platforms stating that wooded area. You go down in there. When you come up, you into the residential area. Where the hell is the toddler? Where the hell is the homie, the clown? Out, not only in living color, the one in real life. Where is he? So you nobody knows and the man does not see this you don't see no 18 wheel you don't see none of that now the resource like he said and, I, and this is what i was saying to y'all before before i played the conference for you to hear it okay for those of you who didn't get a chance to hear it or to watch it if you were working during the daytime and those oh my overnight workers who listen to the podcast maybe you you know were sleeping because you know daytime is your nighttime and you didn't get a chance to catch it but who in the hell is going to pull that car over? They only see you getting out your car, your wig. You don't took the wig off, I guess, so that, that way you can't be, you know, noticed or whatever, recognized. You leave your Apple Watch and the, and the wig in there. Oh, my God. First of all, what kidnapper is taking a wig off and taking the Apple Watch off if they ain't taking the Apple Watch put it on their own damn wrist? That's one, two, and the motherfucking three. It doesn't make sense. You can stop the sense at the part where she's talking about you're following the damn toddler. That's why the lady's staying on because she's timing you. So you're following the toddler now, ma'am? Yes, yes. And you still, you got a toddler on your side? Yes, yes. Like he said, these are her words. Then I remember you initially came back and said they fed you cheeses and were painting your fucking toenails or your fingernails or some shit. You mean the cheeses that they saw you on, on the freaking camera at the store buying? You bought the box of cheeses, so you mean tell me that the kidnapper is gonna feed was sitting there feeding you cheeses like they motherfucking cheeses feeding you grapes? Like, come on, man! And as much fight as we put out is, and all the stuff that we always say, oh, they never put the same resources in when black people are missing. Oh, it's not fair, and they should do this, and they should do this. Not fair, and black women respect black women, protect black women, and then we have a black woman come and pull this dumb shit. Do you know how many years you have put us back? You have set us back. We can only pray and hope that they don't use this as an excuse to no longer do this. And let me tell y'all something. That money is staying in place. Listen, to those of you who did your donating, don't worry. You're going to get your money back. They need the accounting of it. That's why they haven't given it back yet. They are accounting for every penny. And like that man said, every one of those 49 hours, in other words, Every last second of the minute of the minute of the hour of the hour of the damn day, bitch, that you made us use up all these resources, local, state, and federal, 
We're going to calculate it all. And then we're going to come at your ass. So, mommy, while you sitting over there talking about suing bloggers and all that, bitch, you better get ready to suit up and get ready to go to court. And hopefully, and throw her ass on the mercy of the court and say her ass is cray-cray or she ticky-boom. Because other than that, trust me, she is going to the big house. And everybody's waiting on it and, and ready for it. Because at this point, there's no way in hell you and your right mind can sit there and still, and you know, like I said on this platform many a time, love covers, but love also checks. It's due to two C's, the covers and the checks. I'm going to cover you out here, but girl, how the hell could you do that? We got to, you, we'll tell them right now that you got to recuperate, but you're going to have to talk to them. You want to just turn yourself in. You got to let the people know because they already figured out the jig is fucking up. The jig is up. And this is so very disgusting. And then they said the mom, at one point somebody said the mom, you know, she was saying that she has a tracker on her phone. And, you know, you had people had different um, opinions of that. Like, oh, why would she have a tracker on the phone? She's 25. Technically, in the post-Obama world, he said these kids are not on the level that we were growing up. And it takes about to 25, 26 for them to be responsible enough to move forward. Now, 25 is a little bit old enough to be tracking somebody's car, but in these days and times, I wouldn't blame. And then a mother knows their child. You don't know why she's tracking her, but the mama do. We like, we could sit here all day and say, why the hell she say she tracks her and she knows that her daughter, why would she track her car? She's 25 because she knows her daughter needs to be down tracked at 25. She knows what she's dealing with. That's her child. That's she birthed her. That you know, grown woman or not, she's grown now, but she went grown then. She knows her child. I don't give a damn. They turn eight eighty. You know them. So that being said, y'all, uh, Carlosi, which is Carla and Jussie Smollett, Russell. Get ready for the charges, boo. Because that man said they're going to account for every minute of those 49 hours that they worked tirelessly and included all of those agencies and all of that work and all those search parties that was even started some by her family members. Girl, get ready. Okay? Get ready and make sure that you meet some nice ones like Martha Stewart did when she went and maybe, you know, they won't have your ass coming out here you know, ready to utilize some hot dogs in a freaky way. I said what I meant. Okay? So that concludes it, y'all. That concludes my little bonus pop-up episode tonight. I really appreciate the love once again for you guys reaching out to me and um, definitely going to start doing those topics that you have suggested and you asked me to cover and discuss on here because we're going to be, like I said um, before, we're going to be going, you know, doing different little formats and everything. Everybody seems to love the segment formats that I've been doing. So we're going to stick with that. If there is a topic or um, that you would like me to discuss here on the Hot D. John's Experience, reach out to me on the email at hotdjohns at gmail.com. That's hotdjohns at gmail.com. 
Or you can DM me, follow me on Instagram and DM me and say, hey, I would like you to talk about straws in a broom or whatever the hell. And if you are, have um, your topic is chosen, you will get a shout out and we will be discussing that topic here on the platform. So make sure that you follow your girl at Kiwi305954 for show. That's K-I-W-I-305954 on um, Instagram, on Twitter. And the Hot D. Johns Experience on Facebook and Hot D. Johns on YouTube. Um, we're going to be going live there starting in one week. Definitely, definitely, definitely one week. So very excited. We're finally getting on the movie, getting on the groove. We got some things in the pot cooking up. So um, make sure you show your girl love. Send those topics in that you want us to discuss. And if your topic is chosen for Talk About It Tuesday, you will get a shout out. So make sure that you do that, okay? And those of you who are my my day ones, my next ones, and my just begun's, love you all. I appreciate you. Um, those of you say, oh, I came on so late because I try to show love to my overnight workers and my California Toonies and poonies, you feel me? <laughs> they know what it is, okay? That's our little, that's our little code, okay? That's our little lingo. But yes, well, of course, I got love for the East and for the South because that's what I'm about. You feel me? That's where I'm from. But y'all can catch me on the replay all day, every day on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, and anywhere that you like to listen to your favorite podcast. So, that being said, y'all, I got to turn it on in because that medicine is kicking in. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for growing with me. And we have not forgotten we will be doing that celebration because we have reached our um, thousand download and our hundredth episode. And we are moving, y'all. A lot of y'all, y'all checking out some of the older episodes. And I'm just loving it, man. I'm really appreciating the love. And we are an organic uh, podcast over here. We're growing. So what you see is what you get. These are our numbers. Ain't no bots. Ain't no thoughts. It's just it's us halves, not the have-nots. You feel me? <laughs> so before I leave, I got to let y'all know, like I'll do at the end of every episode, put God first. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. Hey, it's getting ugly out here, people. It's getting ugly. Um, This is a Hot John's experience, and I love experience with you. So, peace. And I'll see you later on today for, to, um, oh God, I'm about to miss up my days. To be honest, Thursdays, okay? So, until then, peace, Flamely. I'm out. Hey.